Hello and welcome to The Huddle. Liam Santa Maria back with you right in the heart of NBL free agency. Things are popping off, signings happening left and right. Keanu Pinder, Will McDowell-White, big dominoes falling at the moment. So make sure you're catching the marketplace. Jack Heverin and Olgan Ulick are on the regular, keeping you up to date with NBL free agency. Meanwhile, a fair bit happening across the Pacific. The NBA playoffs are just around the corner. And our man, former Melbourne United NBL star Jack White, uh, his squad is going to be right in the mix. Currently the number one seeds in the West. Fresh off a really strong finish to his G League season and, um, and of course, playing out his first year in the NBA as a two-way guy with the Nuggets. And he's on the huddle. So sit back, relax. Up next, Jack White. Whitey, what's happening, man? Good to see you. What's up, Liam, man? Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. You had Houston last night. You got Phoenix tomorrow. Where is this your pad, the hotel? Where you at? No, we're at the, uh, we're at the hotel in Phoenix. Uh, we uh, stayed the night last night in Houston, flew uh, late this morning, landed in. We had a team practice. Um, and then, yeah, just been at the hotel, just kicking back, um, waiting for tomorrow. How's life in the NBA, man? Last time we chatted, we were in Vegas and you became an NBA player. You signed a contract with the Nuggets, and now here we are towards the back end of that season. How's it all been? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy that you say that, like just reflecting back real quick, the, the time itself has kind of flown by. It's crazy now that it's, you know, we're in April and, you know, NBL is over and um, regular season's just about to be done for us. But, um, man, it's been an unbelievable experience, first and foremost. Um, you know, I love... I love my team, the Nuggets. I've loved my team with Grand Rapids with the goal when I've been with the G League, um, which has been such an amazing um, experience, opportunity to learn from so many um, great vets, great players, um, just great people um, within both organizations. And, um, you know, for myself, you know, I feel like I kind of felt it out and, and um, you know, I got better as the season went on, especially in the G League, where I was able to, to obviously play more and I think it was a great tool for me in order to stay ready for the NBA games whenever I'd be called upon, and um, that's sort of the you know the challenging thing about it is, is staying professional and staying ready. It's it's a tough thing to do if you don't know that you're going to be called upon. Um, but at the same time, and like it's just an incredible environment to be a part of, and um, you know this is my childhood dream. So um, you know just trying to soak up every moment I can. Um, you know being in this environment. I imagine that's tricky though, man. Like trying to appreciate it in the moment, smell the roses, recognize that you are living out that dream, but also like staying focused, pushing for the next the next opportunity, being ready to come out and, and grow what you're doing now into more and bigger things in the future. Yeah, 100%. I mean, obviously this year I've been on a two-way. That's, um, you know, been an incredible, I guess, stepping stone to, you know, what I eventually want to achieve being fully contracted and um, just continuing to get better as as a player and you know as a person and, and growing in that um, in that realm and um, I think you know coincides and goes along with my goals for the national team and um, you know wanting to be a part of something special there at you know the World Cup this year and the Olympics next year those are things that are you know on my radar and things that you know I'd love to be a part of so um, you know I'm thankful that you know post Achilles and everything like that I've been able to take steps. Um, in a positive direction with 
um, you know, NBA stuff and the national team stuff. Obviously, being able to do that last year was unbelievable, especially in Melbourne um, in front of family and friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just trying to take it day by day. Um, I'm really uh, feeling really good about the position that I'm in, where I'm at, um, you know, the resources around me to, to get better and, um, yeah, just trying, to, just trying to take it day by day. Uh, take me back a little bit, though, to, um, you know, you played in the NBA preseason and, uh, you yeah, training camp, the preseason, you got some really nice minutes there in the preseason, and then you actually made your NBA debut before you started playing the G League minutes, mm. right? Take me back to that experience of stepping out onto the NBA hardwood and, and, and achieving that dream once and for all. Yeah, man, it's, it's surreal, especially... Um like for me coming from the NBL and um, doing everything at summer league, like it was a, it's a weird, um, I guess, dynamic to learn how to, you know, sit down for like two hours, stay locked into a game, stay ready to come into the game at any point. And then, um, you know, just go out there. It's like zero to a hundred, like you're in an NBA game. And for me, like making that debut, right. like obviously it's even more of a, a surreal moment. Um, but, you know, just being out there, just staying present in the moment was, sort of what I was trying to, you know, think over that time and, you know, just truly appreciate that this is something I've been working towards my whole life and to just sort of soak it in, stay present, um, like not worry about any external factors or whatever, but just to enjoy it first and foremost. And I think that helped a lot. Um, and then, yeah, like obviously that was before my, my G League experience and then, um, you know, with the two-way, you know, you know what you sign up for, you know, you know you're going to get bounced around and, um, and everything like that, and I sort of had a good taste of that early on with with um, you know going back and forth, especially because the the G League team Grand Rapids is in a different state; it's like a two hour flight away, so it adds another interesting dynamic to the experience. Um, but again, just one of those things I just try to enjoy. Um, you know, each each side of it has its own benefits and and perks and advantages, and um, yeah, was just trying to just trying to enjoy it all. When you've been playing for Grand Rapids, you've been just balling out. Like you, what was it, eighteen and fourteen in your first G League game? I mentioned the strong finish to the season, man. This, you know what you did, but for the for the for the listeners and the viewers, right? These these are your last six games of the G League season: twenty-two and nine, twenty-eight and eighteen, twenty and thirteen, thirty and eleven, thirty-four and six and 20 and nine to close it out. You shot, what was it, like 44% from three over the course of the season. Um, how do you assess your play in the G League this season and the development of your game over the course of the past six, nine months? Yeah, I mean, I think it's been really positive. I think the biggest thing for me is um, obviously being the shooting and showing that at a high level and translating it to games. Um, even since I was at college, I felt like I've always been a really good shooter, but just the application and the mental side of it, um, you know, sort of shooting without a conscience is, is something you hear a lot that the great shooters have. And, um, you know, the encouragement from teammates, coaches here to, to shoot the ball, you know, I've put in the work throughout the preseason when I was here after summer league and um, on both ends and, you know, from the front office, that's something that they really wanted me to show in the G League is to you know, get a lot of shots up and be more aggressive in that regard. And, you know, especially to finish the season, um, you know, I felt like I did a better job of that, of being just dynamic and assertive with my shooting and just, you know, my offensive aggressiveness in general. Um, but yeah, I'd say I'm pretty like happy with, you know, 
what I did in the G lag. I would have liked to win some more games and affected winning in a more positive way. Um, but you know, it is what it is. It's a bit of a an erratic league at times, and you know, leads can be like gone in in the blink of an eye with with how quick the, the pace of the game is and everything like that. Um, but yeah, I think overall adjusting to the play style and everything, you know, considered, um, I was happy with my own individual efforts and play and. Um, and yeah, we're just having fun playing. Um, I think it's a great tool. Obviously, when I'm with the Nuggets, it's hard to come across minutes. You know, best team in the West, and you know, loaded at my mm. position, and um, you know, the opportunity to go there, go to, to Grand Rapids and play is something that you know I'm, I'm super grateful for, and um, I think has really helped me in my development and um, you know, my I guess want to continue to improve my game and you know take those steps. To being, you know, fully contracted NBA player and um, just objectively improving, and you know, for national team and for my future. You're talking before about, um, you know, just the quality of the team that you're on at the Nuggets um, and the guys that, you know, you the team has a chance to do something really, really special, uh, a chance to lock away top seed. You're watching the results as they come in tonight, ahead of tomorrow's mm. game against the Suns. Like, what, what? What have you learned or enjoyed about playing with these guys? Joker, Murray, Porter, Aaron Gordon, your, you know, what have you, what have you learned and enjoyed about playing alongside these guys this season? I think the, uh, the biggest thing I've learned, and I, it's obviously a pretty, I guess, unique insight that I get to have, you know, being in the locker room, being a teammate, it's just, you know, just how, like, I, there's no better way to put it, but just how, like, normal, everyone is like they're just normal guys like good guys um obviously you know when you're looking at it from the perspective where you're not behind the curtain you know these guys are multi-millionaires like nba all-stars mvps like untouchable you know sort of guys when you when you look at them like that but when you just sort of get to know them as people like like Jokic, you know loves his horses loves his family you know he's watching video games on his phone like I play video games with Jamal like like guys hang out like just like to you know go grab food hang out you know talk smack with one another like it's just it's just refreshing to you know and I, and I know it's not normal across the NBA I think being a part of you know the Denver Nuggets and, and the culture that's being created here at the club um, has been super special and something that I'm definitely not taking for granted and I think it's a big reason why we've been able to have um, success this year in particular as a, as a team, you know, obviously looking to um, secure that, that one seed and have a real championship run, you know, keeping guys healthy and, and all that's important. But I think what we've been able to build in the locker room with our vets, like, man, like Jeff Green, DeAndre Jordan and Ish Smith, like all together is like the most elite trio of vets you could ever hope for in terms of what they bring, energy, camaraderie, you know, everything like that. And when your best players... Jokic and the last thing he cares about it is himself you know it, it it's contagious um and like obviously it's never going to be perfect you know we've had our ups and downs as a team this year as as any team would you know over an 82 game regular season but um you know having that as a backbone and something to fall back on I think's been a huge difference maker that you know a lot of teams don't have the luxury of having um for me to be able to see that firsthand is a basketball fan as a competitor as someone that wants to be a part of something you know special um it's uh you know 
as I said before, it's something that I'm just trying to soak up each moment of the experience um, as best I can. You talk about being behind the curtain, man. It is such a completely different world that you're living in. Um, mm. Like I was, I was looking on the website before, going through the game log that I was rattling off those scores from, and it over the side's got your hometown, Terrellgan. And then now you're in, you've gone from there through all your experiences and now you're in the Great. bright lights of the association. Like when you think about it like that, what have you had this season in terms of like a, you know, um, like I don't think we're in Kansas anymore, Toto type moments where you're like, man, this is, this is a head spin, this, this world. Uh, I think, uh, I think first off, like, when I was there during the summer, like a lot of guys weren't in town yet, and it was sort of like me and Zeke, and then the other rookies for the most part, sort of working out uh, before everyone else arrived. But when everyone started sort of getting into town, and especially when everyone like when when Yoke and and, and Chucky with Blacko finished their um like national team stuff at Eurobasket, and like we finally had everyone together, and I'm like meeting Yoke for the first time, I'm just like oh like like damn like like it's it's Yoke. Um, and then, uh, you know, we go to training camp, we have everyone together and then it's like, like, all right, like we're here now sort of thing. And then, you know, before you know, right. like preseason game starts and you're like, and you're off, like, it's just, it's nonstop. That's been the craziest thing to sort of reflect on is like, just how quick everything sort of happened. And like, you know, I've played, uh, I don't know how many games, like 30 odd games or almost 30 games of the G league. And then been with the Nuggets for you know, obviously a good portion of the season as well and it's just like man like I've really been able to experience and see a lot um, in such a short period of time um, but man it's, it's been surreal I think it's the whole thing it's hard to pick out one in particular but I'll just say like when everyone sort of came together for the first time we're in training camp we're in San Diego it's like like we're here now so that was that was kind of cool it's cool for us to watch back from home to see like moments like you know x gets gets the opportunity he comes over mm -hmm. with the wizards and we see the photos and the vision of him catching up with delhi pre-game and and um you're gonna see jock tomorrow mm -hmm. when you guys take the floor to play the the suns have you have you enjoyed being a part of that that group and and connecting with the other the other aussie guys around the league yeah, it's been incredible. Um, you know, it, it started at Summer League. Like, there was a bunch of Aussies that were there at Summer League. Uh, like, got to meet, um, you know, like, got to meet Matisse for the first time. Like, had um, Baines was there. Uh, like, Josh Green, Giddy, Daly. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on. So, it, it's a cool community of, obviously, Aussies we have in the NBA. Like, I saw, uh, like, Joe last week. Um, like we played Phoenix last week as well, so I saw Jock last week as well. Uh, like Josh Green, Josh Giddy, uh, seeing Dyson, obviously another country big boy, Daly, um, Mrs. Ave the other week, unfortunately. But you know, it's just so cool to, to see these guys. Like last night, I know Zave had a really good game um, and like was guard, guarding Giannis. Like it's just cool things like that. Like I remember being at the Institute of Sport with yeah. Zave, like back when we were like 16 and, and 18. like. And it's just cool to see, you know, how far, you know, each of us has sort of come in that time. Um, so, yeah, man, it's definitely a cool part of it, you know, seeing different Aussies doing their thing and, um, you know, repping the green and gold and, and their hometowns and everything. I think it's super important and something that each of us are really proud of. Um, but yeah, man, it's just, it's just like another, you know, cherry on top to the incredible experience that we're able to have. 
You, we were talking just before we started shooting, you were talking about the specifics of like the two-way contract, the fact that the playoffs are coming up now. How, how does all that work for you now over these next few weeks and months? Yeah, well, I mean, like obviously for us, G League's done. Um, so I'm with the Nuggets full-time. Um, we have three regular season games left. So we've got Phoenix tomorrow, uh, Utah Saturday, and then uh, Sacramento at home on Sunday. And that does it for the regular season. So as a two-way, my contract only includes regular season games. Um, so I'll be suited up for the next three games. And obviously, if we secure that that one seed, um, then it sort of you know takes pressure off us to you know really try and win games and you know push guys. So we're able to probably rest guys in my position, which gives me more of an opportunity to to play some meaningful minutes towards the end of the regular season, which is you know what I'm hoping for. Um, so looking forward to that opportunity um, pending. Um, if we win tomorrow, will Memphis go down, which it looks like they might. Uh, so it'll be good for me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, like whatever happens, you know, just staying ready. Like that's all part of it. Just staying ready and playing my game, playing hard, um, enjoying it, having fun. And um, yeah, hopefully I can, you know, have some good minutes to end the regular season. Then, um, you know, just do whatever I can off the court in preparation, whatever it may be, to, to help us go as far as we can um, in the playoffs and, you know, obviously just enjoy that experience as a whole as well. Memphis, uh, literally they're 10 points down with two minutes and change remaining in OT against the Pallies in that game. I know you're, you're tracking that score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, uh, what, what about beyond that now? The off-season, you know, I know you don't want to look too far ahead because you're part of this group and you guys are trying to win a championship and, and uh, you know, your involvement in that is going to continue. But what you, you were talking before about what you what you want to do in the, the World Cup's only four months away. There's a lot of excitement about what the Boomers is gonna, are going to look like heading into this off season. What, where's your head at about all of that? I mean, I'm trying to do it all. Um, ever since I've been a junior, you know, playing for the national team at any opportunity has been something I've been super passionate about and that's not going to change. You know, there's nothing better for me as a basketball player um, than, than putting on the green and gold and representing my country and my home. Um, so if there's an opportunity for me to do that, I'll I'll go with that with, with open arms. Um, and in terms of next year, you know, there's nothing set in stone yet. Um, feedback's been positive uh, from the front office and everything. So, um, you know, I'll let those, um, you know, let that go as it will. Um, sort of cross that bridge when I get to it and link up with uh, my man Sammy and um, you know see what what's happening there but you know it's really out of my control at the minute just got to you know keep taking care of the day by day and um, I'm confident that stuff will take care of itself but um, be yeah, hoping that obviously there's some good news associated with the next sort of six months of my time both with national team stuff and for next year but you know time will tell we'll see what happens. For sure, where you're putting all the, the right steps forward in that regard, as you as you always do. Have you been keeping tabs on the NBL at all? You, yeah, yeah. You, I've, been I've, chatting I've, with Ariel at all about his recovery? Yeah, he's getting there. I saw uh, Big Mace obviously signed with Illawarra. We've been in touch. Um, Keanu to, to Perth. Uh, my man DSAV to Perth. Travis out. Will going back to New Zealand. You know, you know, I got to keep up with it all. It's it's been a bit crazy, obviously. Um, <laughs> as of recent but yeah. um yeah i'm trying to keep up um obviously you know all you boys do an unbelievable job at keeping everyone updated with the madness that is uh free agency so i appreciate that as an nbl fan <laughs> first and foremost 
Um, but yeah, man, it's exciting for the league. I'm excited. Um, obviously, it was a great season for the league uh, this past year. Um, and yeah, just excited for, you know, the league next year, especially my boys at Melbourne United and my boy Ari to come back. I'm, I'm super excited. Yep. That, you know, they've set the, the precedent now, right? Like everybody's got to wear T-shirts for his for his game. Yeah, I mean, that's how it works now, right? Yeah, apparently so, man. I, I was not expecting that when I came back. But uh, yeah, they definitely got to make T-shirts for my boy when he comes back, for sure. For sure. Hey, awesome to chat, man. Appreciate it. It was great to, great to catch up and just um, almost kind of like live the NBA life vicariously through your explanations of what it's all been like and watching from afar, man. So it's been, it's been awesome. Keep it up. All the best with the squad going into the playoffs and, and onwards and upwards from here, man. I appreciate it, man. Good to catch up. Good to see you. Um, and yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate it.